everyone, and welcome once again to Yadi Yadi Boys, the official Jojo Bizarre Adventure podcast of the anime, of the manga, of the Hirohiko Araki. And I'm Eddie Colazzo, also known as your Easter Miracle. And with me as always is Brooks Oglesby. Hi, I'm your silly um husk, Brooks Oglesby. How are you? That that went over my head. Psyllium husk is a fiber supplement um, that is in Metamucil <laughs> and Benefiber. Um, and it helps to keep you regular, and I thought it was appropriate given the sort of the sort of episode that we're going to be talking about. Thank you. And, and people say you can't learn anything from this show. I am always here to teach. <laughs> oh, by the way, we have a guest today. Yes. Hi, I'm Mike Dawson, a.k.a. Dan Silva, a.k.a. Usher from Dance Central 3. <laughs> Happy Easter, Xbox. Happy Easter, Xbox. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us today. P. Got Chat member Mike Dawson. Uh, Yo. so these two episodes, Brooks, you know, I got to ask, what'd you think of them? It picks up. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so you didn't like it at first. I liked it, but it's just, there was definitely a build to a very good climax that started about with the second episode. The, you know, this, the, the first episode is good. So the climax started with the start of the second episode, and it ended at the end of the second episode. At the episode. end of the end. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good, because speaking of 22-minute climaxes, Joseph Joestar's on his way. Yeah. <laughs> he sure fucking is. Alone Joseph Joestar on a boat by himself. We'll, we'll get <laughs> the to The world's it. oldest man. <laughs> uh, okay, so the first episode we're talking about today is uh, episode nine. Uh, Yukako Yamagishi falls in love. Part two. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, how does this one start? Uh, so Okuyasu and Josuke are just wondering where their their boy is, Koichi, and Okuyasu just assumes that he's dead. <laughs> yeah, he's that say you don't think he's dead, do you? Which is which is I, I want to start um, by asking uh, the friend of the show, Mike Dawson. Um, yep. Where where um. How did you sort of, what is your experience with JoJo, and also, how do you feel about Koichi? Uh, well, I've watched about halfway through part four. Okay. My my overall impression of Koichi is he's pretty great. Not as great as Jos- Josuke and Okuyasu, but still really good. He's a third place. Just like he wanted to be. <laughs> that is what Koichi would have wanted. <laughs> He would. He would put his friends above him. Yeah, that is how to. he would rate the crew. Yeah. Remember, this. the season does begin with him saying, you don't have to remember who I am, so... Right. He's Gwang-like Kang Yi. Um... What happens? My next uh, so note... Ko- Koichi is stuck in the girlfriend zone still. Yeah, he's, and... <laughs> he has the opposite problem <laughs> of most uh, most boys mm-hmm. his age, is that he cannot get out of the girlfriend zone. Right. Uh, he's trying to pick the lock into the bathroom. So, yeah. yeah, this is a fucking death trap house now. It's not just, like, one room that he can't get out of. There's a yeah. combination lock on the, uh, on the on the potty door. And the question you have to answer is on the lock to get in is, what year did Columbus uh, land in America? There's a song about it. What? What grade is Koichi? I guess it's a different country that's not America. So this probably isn't yeah. <laughs> something he learned they, immediately when they, he was born. They probably have history lessons that aren't American history over and over again. Yeah, that says, hey, remember when Columbus created America in 1492? It was very good and we all loved it. That's sort of the first thing of my two notes about this. The first one is that Yukako is problematic because he didn't discover shit. And (laughs) number two, in terms of a four-digit lock combination, this isn't a horrible one to guess. Because, like, even if you don't know, there's only, you know, you're... Koichi probably knows that it's between the year 1000 and 2000. So, you know, you can be like, 1001, click, nope, 1002, rather than, like, the fucking Whataburger level of combinations that a random number would have. Well, Do you really think he would have lasted that long? I just, I, I just think she could have been meaner. Well, well, see, that's the thing. A, com- a computer could brute force this combination pretty easy, but Koichi had to pee-pee very badly. <laughs> he had to pee-pee very badly, and that's very evident from watching the show. He's a very sweaty boy. Um, he's he's sort of bouncing up and down. There's really dramatic music. Yeah, and I I bought it. I was very I was into it. And uh, eventually he says like, "Oh no, I can't take it anymore." And a look of relief comes across Koichi's face. He pissed. Uh, he peed his pants, folks. Our protagonist. He pissed his own pants. He pissed his own <laughs> pants. 
and then like immediately. You know, I gotta say, the EDM remix isn't the worst thing I've heard, but it's still weaker than every other OP I've heard so far. It's not I don't great. Care. I think it's better than Stand Proud. I will say that. I would rather listen to it than Stand Proud. But but Stand Proud does have the part that goes. It's a good point. It does have that part. It, it has that part, which is good. Uh, but yeah, overall, doesn't know some... doesn't stand up to. This oh, one, very good. You know? Oh, uh, like a funny stand. Like a funny stand. <laughs> like a funny stand. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, so... we, we have to do the predictive text for uh, a Yadi Yadi Boys episode, and it's just us saying like a funny stand <laughs> over and over for <laughs> 55 minutes. There's got to be at least five or six references to Joseph and either like Joseph's... sex, racism nodes, or like, I guess... Like Joseph's big balls or something. <laughs> <laughs> He's a good character, and he's not racist. <laughs> well, not. hey, he na- he now you know he's eight hundred and fifteen years old. So, <laughs> right, well, which yeah, it's even more to his credit that he's not racist. <laughs> Y'all mind if I stop racism? <laughs> <laughs> That's why he's going to Mario, <laughs> not to solve like the bone arrow, but to finally stop racism. The real arrow is white supremacy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, either the arrow kills you or you live and become a white supremacist. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. Uh, the so next note, the next I, note I have is, what could you like about me after I peed my pants? Which is they true. Re- oh, yeah. They really hang on this whole... Koichi really hates this. I mean, if, I've got... if I was oh. 15 and a girl trapped me in a stranger's house uh-huh. and I peed my pants... That would probably be the worst thing that's ever happened in my life up until I that point. I wouldn't like it. No, no. I think on that we can agree that <laughs> it wouldn't be good to experience. Just so the what? Sort of I, phenomenology I, of the experience would be not great. The only thing I had to do is make sure I screenshotted this line. First I wet my pants, and now I'm getting wet with tears? <laughs> <laughs> he has a way with words. I thought you were going to say, first I wet my pants, then I fuck your bitch. <laughs> Yukako would not like to hear that. No, I wouldn't like to hear Koichi say it either. I just thought that's I what you were warming Koichi's up to. I don't think Koichi's capable of saying bitch. Yeah, I, if, yeah. If there, you know that, that meme that's like, is legally, like, legally banned from saying fuck? Right. It has to be one of that, of... Diamond is unbreakable. And Koichi... If Koichi made Echo say fuck, he would turn into Ko- into Echo's Act 3, which would just be a corpse. It would die. Some some bold predictions here from Brooks. Yes. <laughs> uh, also, just before we get too far, it, some notes in the intro. Mm-hmm. I So I made the prediction that the shadow that Koichi has in the intro was Lisa Lisa Hamon coach. And it's probably Yukako yep. now. It, yeah, it is. Yep. It's probably yep. her. <laughs> it's not Lisa Lisa Hamon coach. So, I mean, it might be, you know, her daughter or something. But How we'll, old? How old? Because she, we never, like, she never died, right? I thought she did. Like, I'm they pretty straight sure. up say what age she died. Yeah, oh, she, she died. Did? Like, she married a Hollywood screenwriter and died. Oh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Okay, because I was going to say, she's older than Joseph, so. Yeah. Well. Hamon keeps you young. Yeah. And so. then I also noted that the only part, you know, the very, the cool part where it's like Jojo and and everybody's walking and it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, the only character I didn't recognize is some waiter gentleman. Oh. Well. And in my notes I have, I know this guy's going to be serving up some good buschetti, and I was right. You're right. Oh, before I forget, I do need to point out that when he changes his clothes, he has a shirt that has an L on it, and below it, 1969. He does. Very good. That was was on his hoodie. I remember that. I I, I forgot to take a note, but I was like, oh, this is going to be so good. It's going to be so funny. (laughs) So... She, you, you, so he's like, oh no, I, I pee pee in my pants. Yeah, he was, and he was accused of Liko's pee pee. <laughs> but he hates it. But Yukako, she likes to clean it. <laughs> she likes to clean. She does. And she's honestly, like, oh. Yeah, she's like, I've, oh, I've been a bad girl for, to- for tormenting you, but if the clothes belong to someone you love, who cares about cleaning poop stains? Yeah. <laughs> need me, need me a girl like this. Damn. <laughs> need me a freak like that. <laughs> Oh, a freak like that? You mean one who creates her own DIY, <laughs> like, fucking 3D-printed electric chair? 
It's good. Yeah, yep. she. <laughs> that is the very next thing. She's like, hey, Koichi, anyways, I'm building you an electric chair. It's going to be good, but I have to finish it. Anyway, anyways, I'm in the mood for some delicious Italian food. Yeah. Araki just loves... Olive oil. He loves his Italian food. I can see why you thought she was Lisa Lisa, because if she's getting olive oil, it's obviously for her own moon powers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's always covering her skin with a thin layer of olive oil. Koichi has to climb Hell Climb Pillar until he knows what year Columbus <laughs> found America. <laughs> It's 1492 feet tall. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so yeah, she's like, I'm going to go get some olive oil to make dinner. I want Italian. Goodbye. This isn't suspicious. And Koichi's like, wow, this isn't, isn't suspicious, like she said. Let me look around with echoes. So he does and sees a payphone that's conveniently 48 meters away. Which yes, is because Josuke and Okuyasu look directly into the camera and say, Echoes has a range of only 50 meters, exactly. It's sort of like D&D ranges. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, like, it's me DMing when it's like, uh, is it 40 feet in my run? And I'm like, mm, I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so he goes to the the payphone, but guess what? He doesn't have a 10 yen coin. Damn. How would, would Echoes even be able to, like, use it? Maybe? I assume Echoes can carry things. I don't know. Uh, but what happens to Yukako who's, like, standing right outside the window? Yeah. She, and like, hey. something, I, something I noted is he is on the first floor. He could have at least tried to throw something through the window. That's my thing, is this is clearly... This this boy is clearly not a Joe star. <laughs> because they are just constantly looking for windows to jump out of. And this boy <laughs> doesn't even try it. The windows to jump out of, like, schemes to break something. Yeah. Even like, funny Abdul own, did it. Bust your own house up. Eat a glove. Whatever. Don't pee your pants. <laughs> Didn't follow any Die of the rules. Die in your sleep. Die in your sleep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you outside the window, and she's like, hey, I bet you were looking for the payphone. Well, I'm going to go. She's like, I'm going to go break the 911 button. The police button. Or whatever. The I guess there's a button on it for, like, emergency or yeah. something. So you're gonna you, can you two explain to me how this works? Yeah, for sure. Did it so, not make very clear sense to you? No, because to me, okay. So she goes to the payphone and she's like holding the phone, and then she's like, "Oh, what are these weird like words on me?" But it's like the sounds that the payphone would make, like the boop 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 boop. She has a bunch I of beep boops written on her hand from echoes, and yeah. and it calls Josuke's house, but it didn't yep. dial it. It just made the noise. I have. Well, that's how phones work, you see. That is how phones work. It, oh, it also, it was like um it was like a very early version of Siri, but it only mm-hmm. understood phone language. <laughs> also, I got to point out that at this point, Okuyasu is is snacking on some yogurt or possibly pudding. Yeah, it's like it's like he's eating like a little ice cream cup with one of the little wooden spoons. As as him and Jessica are like, okay, let's go over this map of our town and find out where our friend is imprisoned and possibly dead. <laughs> and he's just enjoying like a nice tapioca. Listen, one thing you gotta know about Okuyasu is that the boy is hungry. <laughs> he is. That's it's, important. It's a consistent character trait. So, uh, Yukako's like, oh, this is weird, what's happening? And it dials, and then Yosuke's like, what's up, it's Yosuke. And she doesn't say anything, and he's like, oh, hey, this payphone is so clear and crisp, I can hear the waves. (laughs) And then she hangs up. So good ASMR for him. Yeah, so now now they know that, uh, uh, Koichi is somewhere that has a payphone and is near the ocean. So they go looking for him. Um... What happens is she doesn't like this very much. She doesn't like it. Um, Koichi deduces that it'll take the boys 20 minutes to get there exactly. Um, and then he then Koichi just goes into the execution room and gets the gets the murder chair. And he he starts, like, blocking up the door, right? Like, yes. putting yeah. stuff in front of it. Uh, when does she see Echoes? It's right, so he shocks the door handle when she tries to walk back in the house. Oh, yeah. And and she doesn't care for that shit at all. And then she turns around to see Echoes holding letters that spell out, I hate you. Yeah. So then this the same thing that happened, like, with Tamami, but the reverse. So Echoes is screaming, I hate you at her, but she it, like, bounces off of her because she so strongly doesn't believe it that it doesn't affect mm-hmm. her at all, which is good. I hate Yandere plots. They're it's not great. Worst. That is what this is, huh? 
Yeah. Are you familiar with that term, Brooks? Yeah, I've been on Tumblr. Okay. I know that it's like the opposite of Sundere. Yeah. Well, not uh, the opposite, but the, it's well, a... Not the op- but it's like, it's when you, you, you pretend to be mean, but you're actually nice or something. It's, it's the movie Misery. You know, this is probably based on the movie Misery. Is that like animated? <laughs> no, but Araki likes horror movies. Oh, okay. If it's a horror movie or Italian food, he's going to put it in his Is show. that the one with Kathy Bates in it? I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of The Waterboy. I don't know. You're probably thinking of The Waterboy. I'm probably thinking of Adam Sandler's The Waterboy, now that I think about it. <laughs> uh, so, oh, then she's like, oh, you have a power too? This means we have the ultimate compatibility. Right? Well, or when is... you have a stand, that means you can date. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you can only fuck if you have a stand. My favorite thing is with how stands, like, are made this season, is the people who have stands finding it and they're like, Stando? <laughs> like, they don't know what it's called, and then they immediately know everything about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, also, oh, Kathy Bates was in Misery. I just looked it up. She was one of the main characters. <laughs> oh, okay. There you go. But she was also the... one of the main characters in Waterboy. She was oh, one of the main characters in Waterboy. I have never watched that movie, and I never want to. What's 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 your Sandler rewatch podcast going to be called, Brooks? Adam Slander. Okay. It's on. The, so it's on the dock. Okay. It's on the docket. Just just checking. All right, we'll talk about JoJo a little bit more. I fucking want to talk about the Waterboy though. <laughs> My next note here is fall in love or die, which fall is fall in love with me, Amelie. <laughs> <laughs> on on DVD. Um. So yeah, that she's like if it's basically she's doing like if I can't have you, then no one can like that thing because Araki's really good at writing women. Yeah, that's Shanks. one of his strengths. Um fuck dude. <laughs> it's not great. Are there so who are the women in this season? There's Ikako, there's Josuke's mom. There's another mom. I think yeah, that's there's it. There's like there's Koichi's sister who is, is a very important character because the guy said he wanted to fuck her once. I think that's it. I think there are some that show up later, but that's it so far. Yeah. Not great. Yeah. Um, so then, I mean, <laughs> Susie Q's probably still alive. Yeah. I she, mean, she is. She is definitely alive. Yeah. She so will never there die. you go. Uh, so that, is this when, um, Echo's, like, goes into a cocoon? Cause yeah, it, it's where it, it turns it. into wood and Koichi thinks it's dead. I, li- I like how... I don't know if Koichi's been told this, but, like, if your stand dies, that means you die. Yeah. So he should have known oh, that yeah. he'd be okay. But, uh, Yukako, she's like, oh, that's a shitty thing that I hate. Remember the part... Also- remember the part in, um, the Pokemon movie where Mew and Mewtwo kill Ash, Ke- Ash Ketchum and then You mean the main hatches? part that no one cried at? Yeah, oh, I didn't guy. And then Ash Ketchum hatched into a smaller but more powerful trainer. Ash Ketchum. Yeah. Ash, Ash Ketchum Act 2. Yes. That's just one of the later designs. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he, he, he hatched with the GS ball and he was like, hmm, I wonder what this is. Oh, I can't wait to resolve this plot line. <laughs> um, so Koichi says, did my stand die of utter despair? Right. Which is good. He does. He thinks that he killed it by making it work too hard, which is yeah. Very he sweet. got he got too stressed, and his stand died, which is a very like relatable oh yeah thing to think. But um, I was kind of annoyed because when it, it like it goes to where a commercial would be after this, and it shows the stand page, and it says Echoes Act One, and you're like, huh? I wonder what huh. that could be. But we literally find out immediately after that. Oh, it evolved into Act Two. So. Right. Yeah. It like steams up, and it's all stinky. <laughs> And yeah, it smells it. like shit. <laughs> so what, Brooks, what looks better, Act 1 or 2? I like 2 because uh, at first before they said that it was small, my my note in all caps says Big Echoes is here and he's got legs. And he knows how to use them. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't actually know because I think he still kind of levitates and he like does doesn't levitate. actually use his legs for he, anything. But he's he, got legs. He does have legs instead of like Hot Wheel car. The jury is out whether or not he knows how to use them. Um, yeah, he does have like a cool metal rattlesnake rattle. So I don't tail. think this is like explained, but from what look what it looks like is he has different like words it can use. Yeah, but it fires them from that little pointy thing, so it looks like it can right. only do like one at a time, and then it has to or recover. It's a sword in the tail. Yeah, 
<laughs> and then it has to recover the thing to like. There's do a cooldown period in between. Yeah, like, you can... can call it. You can call it a refractory period. Yeah. Honestly, I think <laughs> it kind of looks. For some reason, when I see like those weird shoulder things, I think like a Power Rangers villain of the week. It looks yeah. like fucking imperfect cell. Yeah. It does. But small. It would be so weird and funny if Echo's Ecto ate me through his tail. <laughs> it would be really... And also we did have established that it would smell really bad. And, and it would smell so bad. <laughs> God. Yeah. I wish that were me. Just for laughs. Love to inhale <laughs> those fumes for laughs. Just, just for some laughs. Um, so now that Ecto evolved, uh, Koichi uh. has polnareff of hair. Yeah, uh, so, I just fucking I googled imperfect cell, and I fucking don't don't do that. But also, yeah, I also don't like Koichi's uh, Polnareff hair that he gives to himself. So he's finally picking up on like Josuke and Okuyasu's plan to do everything to make him as unappealing as possible. <laughs> <laughs> so he 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 finally realized this is this is my ticket out. Um, I think now like uh, Yukako still either she like blew the door open or she's still trying to get in or whatever, and Josuke and Okuyasu pull up in a taxi. Just kind of in the area, and they're looking around, and they're like, "Oh, we can't find it." And then Okuyasu goes, "Hey, I think it's that house over there." Oh, you mean the one with the fucking door exploded and hair all wrapped around it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude, that's probably where the stand battle is happening. Yeah, literally like purple glowing hair, fucking covering the house. Uh, my next note is: guess I'll kill him. I so I don't know. I I'm assuming that's Yukako, but. I don't know. Oh, yeah, she so like there's... wraps him, wraps him with hair. Yeah, and there's yeah. the thing happened where like the she touches the railing to the front steps and gets burnt because they say the word hot on them. Mm. So that's the way that Echo's Act Two works: is you touch the words, yeah, and they affect you, and it also seemed... sort of bend reality. We I don't know later. if it was before, but it seemed like he could uh, Echo's could only put the words on people, but now he can put them on things. I don't know if that's like a right. difference in the power. So now like. I could have Echoes Act 2 write, like, works normal on my digestive system, and it would, like, heal, like, everything oh. going on in there. I mean, you could eat at Tonio's. I could also eat at yeah. Tonio Trendy. <laughs> I would love to do that. We should get... We'll get into that later, yeah. <laughs> um, so, then the... I could so, fucking ice cold. Okay, so... Oh, you want to? Because I don't have exactly what happens here, so you take this part. Because I'm really focused on what Yukako says next. Sure. Um. So, so Yukako's like, yeah, if you say you love me, or else I'll tear the house down. And Koichi doesn't fucking like. He's like, she's like, you're gonna fucking die. And Koichi doesn't fucking flinch. He like, ma, my strong, brave son. It's the only time you can be brave is when you're afraid. And then he's like, I have been saying this since the beginning. Um, I don't like you. And then Koichi gets grabbed, um, but a word that I don't know is written on his back. I think it was still Froosh. It said Dogon? 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 I think that's like, because a lot of it is like Japanese onomatopoeia. And it's just like a different thing than we would say. I I looked it up. And it's because it's an ethnic group living in the central plateau (laughs) of Mali in West Africa. And I don't think that it was a reference to to those folks. I I know there's a Japanese onomatopoeia. Monopia that's like Dokan, which is I think a mm. boom, which would explain this. I see when I saw the word dog on, I was like, oh cool, that means fucking Iggy's gonna come and <laughs> land on her. That would be funny. <laughs> Dude, that room would stink power. so bad if Echo's Act Two and Iggy's farts were in there. <laughs> oh god. And it, it already has Koichi's pee pee poo poo pants. <laughs> Those are clean. They're, oh, yeah, they are, they it are was clean. good to clean. I apologize. <laughs> uh, so Dumb I think show. first Yukako gets like exploded out of the house. Yeah, she and then she's like away. lying at the edge of a cliff, and her hair is white now because that's what happens. She's tired. She's tired, and she's uh, so tired. And then Koichi walks over, and she calls him a little pissy pants and a limp dick bastard. This is a child <laughs> too. Like she's talking to a kid. But, I mean, I she's mean, also a kid. Maybe. I mean, we right. we can confirm the first part is true. He did a little pissy pants. Yeah, and he. I mean, like go off, I guess. But she does say, <laughs> "I'm gonna rip off this pissy pants's little dick and pull his out his organs along with it." 
Oh God, I forgot that. Not exactly. You mean if you think you Kako should pay a bit more attention in biology class because you can't rip a man's guts out with his dick and once. That's I, true. They're different know? sort of systems. I mean, not to yeah. say not to say I haven't tried, but guts no, are yeah. not stored in the dick. Typ- typically, dicks rearrange guts. Uh, so then, <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> so then, um, I can't wait be... for Joseph to be here. Oh my god! <laughs> so then, the like cliff that she's standing on conveniently starts to crack and fall, and Koichi's oh, because she has like echoes tied up in her hair, and he's like, "You'll have to let go of echoes and grab onto something, or else also, you'll die." Koichi's sweet moments. Um, when she's like tired and white haired and hasn't attacked him yet, uh-huh. um, she he goes and checks for a heartbeat and like is happy to find out that she is still alive. Yeah. So, sweet so, boy. So she doesn't let go of Echoes, and then she falls, and she's about to get, like, destroyed on a big pointy cliff. There's a fucking Mortal Kombat sharp rock right underneath yeah. her. But she she doesn't let go of Echoes, and she hits the rock, and it goes boingy boing. It says boingy boing. It does boingy boing. And she bounces up with a comedic bounce noise and lands on the cliff. And he's like, see, this is, this is, the, this is the problem with women. They never listen to me, even mm-hmm. when I tell them how to save their lives. And she's like, oh, even though Koichi probably hates me, I love him even more now because he saved my life. Even but when I was trying way, to kill him. <laughs> yeah. There's like some sailors, and I just want to note that why is everyone, every single rando in this show is just a fucking dick? <laughs> this guy's just drunk on the job. He's drunk on the job, almost watched a teenager die, and they're like, oh, you see that? And he's being shit. It's his fucking grandpa. Like, it's classic fucking Jotaro. <laughs> um, yeah, so then then we get another, like, Morio landmark. Cape of Boingy Boing. <laughs> People say a girl fell here and bounced back, but no one knows if it's real. Uh, Any it's sailor truly... can tell you where it is. Yeah. It's a bad landmark because if you try out the rumor, you will definitely extremely die publicly. Now, oh, Apollo's here. Hey! Oh, boy! He me out at me. Um, so yeah, that's, we can just, that's, we can just uh, isolate that audio and just bass boost that as much as possible. All right, I'll, I'll go back into the to, into the recording when we're done. <laughs> I'll, I'll edit it in post. Um, so yeah, that's the real reason that there's been so many deaths in Morios because everyone goes to Kate Boingy Boing and they're like, check this out, mm-hmm. <laughs> and it doesn't work. This sweet trick. Well, if getting pierced by an arrow <laughs> gave me superpowers, that big sharp rock's gonna help even more. <laughs> so. Then finally, Josuke and Okuyasu show up, and they're like, hey, Koichi, you're alive. He's just like, yeah, let's get out of here. <laughs> uh, then the next day at class, the teacher's like, wow, Koichi, great job on your English report. And he got 100. And he, the episode ends with him saying, I don't know how I should feel about this. I don't get yeah. that. What, how, how did you all take that? That, well, like, uh, Yukako made him better at English. Yeah. Oh, I didn't get that. Okay. Yeah. In the <laughs> Duane version, he says, get a feeling so complicated. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, like the funny song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess. Um, so that's the first episode. Pretty okay. I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm glad it's over. But also, yeah. Koichi very much did piss his pants. So, which is a highlight so far of the season. Yeah, which is probably what I'm going to remember um, from that sort of arc. <laughs> um, let's check in with the Speedwagon Foundation. If you want to donate to us on Patreon, you can do that. Patreon.com slash postgameofthrones. At $5, you get a special shout-out in episode, and we'll read a message if you send it in. And at 10 you get special user status in the Discord. This week's nice. special user is our newest our newest patron, Faye XB. Thank you, Faye. Hello. Uh, Josuke's hot mom in Pigot Chat. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, she looks Folks, great. Folks, I gotta say. Yeah. She's a good-looking woman. Good job, Joseph. Good job, Joseph. You uh, definitely chose the right one. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Faye. Uh, next episode, you've all been waiting for it. Hey, are y'all uh, hungry? Because let's go eat some Italian food. Let's, let's go, go eat, eat some Italian, Italian food. food. Episode 10. Uh, I really wish my, like, trip to the gnocchi place lined up with this week, but... Unfortunately, mm. I already had my Italiano, and I wasn't going to go to the Olive Garden, which is authentic when you have your family. Yeah. So, um, yep. just had to imagine what it would taste like. 
Well, it's still good. I I would love. I actually have made both the dishes that are featured in here. Oh, well, you mean the, the, the harlot's pasta? <laughs> yes, the pasta, the pasta puttanesca, puttanesca, mm. which I know from a series of unfortunate events. Yep. <laughs> All right, let's get into it. This one starts with an ominous blade being sharpened, and yeah. then a bunch of blood exploding everywhere with guts, and then a growling. There's a dog. So you know it's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, and then it just goes to, like, Josuke and Okuyasu, I guess, walking home after school. And Okuyasu says, after we visit Big Bro's grave, let's get something to eat. Yeah. <laughs> nothing yeah. Nothing gets my belly grumbling. Like looking at my crispy brother. <laughs> uh, so then they're walking, and then they find like it's it's like in the middle of nowhere. Like it's I guess they're talking about how it's like a weird location to have a restaurant. I think they said it was next to a graveyard. It was a hundred <laughs> meters to the left of a cemetery. Well, yeah. So hey, convenient. But hey, Italian cuisine trendy. Yeah, it is trendy. So they look at the. The, like, board outside that has the specials, and it just says, Today's course depends on the customer. And I don't know if you guys caught this, but it said uh, 3,500 yen. Yeah, yeah. Huh. Which, for, like, a full Italian, like, three or four course meal that makes your body perfect is a good price. But I wouldn't. That's a damn good price. I wouldn't think, like, high school students would be up for that. Yeah, I. It's. So that's, like, $33. Probably, like, between 31 and 35. Four dollars. Yeah, it's I yeah, s- it's bad. Where the manga like mentioned, Okayasu says, "Yeah, I've got enough money for that." Well, like, Josuke is trying is... to get out of paying the whole time, and Okayasu does have a shirt with the word "billion" on it, so you know he's rich. Yeah, why else would he wear that? I know that I'm the person who, until college, very much thought that Olive Garden was fine dining. So maybe I don't have a sort of stake here to speak. Oh but... my god! <laughs> but. It's that very that very funny good tweet of mine from 2010 where I ex- the joke is that Olive Garden is I think that Olive is Garden like is like fine dining. dining. It was like it was... <laughs> folks being in a shoe store wearing Crocs because I was wearing Crocs and I was in a shoe store when I wrote this. <laughs> and I was like folks being in I didn't say folks because I don't understand comedy yet. I said being in a shoe store wearing Crocs is like bringing McDonald's to Olive Garden. So the I... the sort of comedy in which of which there is a lot is <laughs> That, like, a shoe store is, like, where you have, like, nice, you know, like, nice shoes to wear and Crocs are bad. So the Crocs are, like, the McDonald's and the shoe store where there's nice shoes is, like, Olive Garden where there's, like, nice food. Yes. The very nice, at the time, unsalted pasta. Yeah. So in my senior year of high school, the most sophisticated restaurant I could think of was Olive Garden. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Um, When Kim was in college, there was an Italian restaurant near her that was called Broccolini's. Okay. And I wanted to go there so bad. And one day we did. And it was fine. And then, it like... It's like a fake restaurant you would use to punish your child. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't finish your food, I'm going to take you to Broccolini's. <laughs> and then one day we were like, hey, that was really nice. And they had, like, a fancy, like, dining area. Let's go there for our anniversary. So we had a, a cab pick us up because Uber was didn't exist yet. And then we went, and Broccolini's was fucking closed. <laughs> Probably Good because job. no one went there because they thought it was a punishment for children. Yeah. <laughs> and then we went down the block to, like, the tavern or whatever. So nice. it was fine. The old tavern. And then I think we found, that was when we found out that Whitney Houston died. <laughs> so it wasn't a great <laughs> night. That sure is one hell of a night. <laughs> uh, anyway, they go into uh, the Italian restaurant and they're greeted grazie by Tonio... Trendy, mm-hmm. which we get. Is Trusardi like a copyright or something? I don't know. Because All I, that... what I what I do know is I did see a man so beautiful I started crying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's very handsome. Uh so what are, how are we what what are we calling him? Tonio Trendy or Tonio Trusardi? Let's I'm just call him Tonio. To fucking Tonio Trendy. Are you kidding? <laughs> okay. <laughs> it is a very is good a name. Good fucking name. Yeah. So they were, and he's like, oh, uh, yes, I'm an Italian chef. Please sit down. I'll pick the menu or whatever. And Josuke hates it. Mm-hmm. He's like, I just want a coffee, a cappuccino. Uh, Apollo's climbing on some shit right now. Okay. That he shouldn't be. Let's hope if you hear a loud crash, you know it's because he did something bad. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh, anyway, so he's like, oh, I pick my menu based on the customer by looking at them. And he, like, grabs Okuyasu's hand. 
And he figures out by, like, rubbing his palms that he has diarrhea, he had no sleep last night, he has cavities, and athlete's foot. He reads he a rolled a nat t- <laughs> He rolled a nat 20 on his medicine check. Yeah, yeah. He, he figures it all out. I very so, much did, until he started talking about, like, how his intestinal walls are flame, inflamed and he has, like, insomnia... So the first thing that you see is that he's sort of looking at his fingers and, like, fingernails, and then he says, oh, you had diarrhea last night, and I very much thought Tony Otrende just saw Dookie under his nails. <laughs> he's, a, he's a clean boy. Don't do a right. piyasu like this. <laughs> I just thought he had Dookie fingers. <laughs> we got pee-pee pants and Dookie fingers. Mm-hmm. Now we need, only need Josuke to, like, throw up or something, and we'll have also, the Also, Josuke? He's... What happened to my good boy of Josuke He's, in this scene? I think he just doesn't like Italian food. Okuyasu was a bad influence on the boy. Well, I, he, he is a street punk. Right, he, he is, is a street sure. punk. Because <laughs> he uh, whispers that he's like, healthy food is usually not as good as regular, which is true. And if they don't, if it's not good, we can just complain and then leave without paying. He's just gonna chew and screw. <laughs> I mean, they like he, they could very much just run away. But he, I guess he's too, I mean, too, too, yeah, of a good, but like, too a good boy for that. Um, yeah. Anyway, they before the, the meal comes out, they start drinking the water. And guess what? It's the best water Okiyasu has ever tasted in his life. It's the opposite of raw water. Yeah. <laughs> Water's so good it makes you cry. It's Smackdown water. <laughs> Michael's secret stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Do you guys, did you write down, like, what he says about the water? He's, he said too many compliments for me to even bother. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, I have the, oh, shit, shit, did that come through? I, uh, I'm just trying to go through, I for, ah, fuck, just cut that whole thing out. I was going to try to look up some of the quotes. Nothing gets cut out. It all stays in. <laughs> Editing uh, on my And they'll like it. You'll listen to it and you'll like it. Uh, <laughs> Some people pay he, extra for behind the scenes. He's he's basically like, I haven't cried this much since I saw the movie Rudy, like something like that. Yeah, I, like oh, he's something about a boxing movie, maybe. Oh yeah, he's like, uh, oh, oh no, it's I think it's when like he eats the caprese or whatever. He's like, the yeah. flavors go together perfectly, like so and so or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so, it's really yeah. fucking good water, and he starts crying a lot, and he starts crying a lot. Yeah, he like, cries so much that his eyes shrivel up. And get all squishy. Yeah, like, a lot! I, you know, we, we, we everyone remembers this as the funny Buschetti episode, but there's a lot of fucking terrible body horror in this one. I yeah, don't like to see the shriveled eyeball. Yeah. Uh, so his eyeball shrivels up, and Josuke's like, Hey, Okuyasu, your eyeball is all shriveled up. And then he looks at him, and it's fine. And he's like, Hey, I'm not sleepy anymore. Yeah, Tonio shows up, and he says, Hey, not to panic, my last name is Trendy. And anyways, your eyeballs will shrivel in a second, and it cleans Except your eyes. for a full ten hours. And it treats your insomnia. And then Okuyasu's like, I'm not sleepy at all now. Yeah, perfect. God, uh, I wish that were me. <laughs> then he, he, he puts out, like, the caprese or whatever. And... Okuyasu gets antipasto, a salad with mozzarella cheese and tomatoes. Uh, mozzarella, as they say. A mozzarella. <laughs> that was that was a little that was a little Borat. A mozzarella. Yeah, that's yeah, kind of Borat. Yeah. <laughs> Borat voice mozzarella. Yeah, mozzarella wife. <laughs> okay. Uh, so then he Tonio talks forever about how Italians are simply the best at cooking tomatoes. Ooh, I was getting antsy just thinking about it. And he says, this is not bragging, it is merely pride. It's merely his Italian pride. Which, which (laughs) Which begs the question, Mm -hmm. is Tonio Trendy a fascist? No. (laughs) Not the question I was going to ask. He is absolutely not a fascist. Okay. He's way too young, he's, he just really likes food. There's no such thing as neo-fascists. So there's no way. Fuck, you're right. What if he came and he's like, I learned this recipe from my grandpa Caesar. That's what I was... Because first of all, this is a fucking beautiful man. This dude... (laughs) Yeah. Like, and... So he's talking about Italian pride. He's drawn to to, to Joseph's kid. Um, What was the other thing? I'll get to it later. This is... Oh, because fucking Caesar's middle name is Antonio. So I was like... Uh, Tonio. Okay. I see you here, Ohiko Araki. Okay, I see the connections. Work of the week. 
We're gonna leak. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Okuyasu invents pizza. Yeah. <laughs> so he eats with like the mozzarella, and he's like, "Oh, this is like okay, but it's not that great." And then he's like, "No, you have to eat it with the tomato." So he does it, and then Okuyasu just starts like screaming because it's so good. It's like a Simon and Garfunkel concert. It's like a Simon and Garfunkel <laughs> duet of tastes for sure. It's like a Shita no Joe with it's. It's like the two different versions with the writing and the art. Which is a reference I understand. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Araki. He's it's the boxing manga that Little Mac is based on. It'd be so fucked if he was like, it's like the the cool parts of the TV show Game of Thrones, <laughs> but without the bad parts of the books. Uh-huh. It's like the fighting and the fucking. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, is this he also when he thanks his mom for birthing him so yeah, he could Okuyasu eat this delicious- <laughs> becomes one of those fucking normie tumblers about how pizza is life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, wow, this was like... Oh, and Josuke keeps trying to eat it, but he's like, no, get your own. He like, gets a really smug face in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, at one point, Tonio does say, like, even if you eat his food or drink his water, like, it won't help you because you don't have the same... Uh, like, body problems. You don't have, like, dookie disease. <laughs> yeah. So then he's like, ah, oh, that was really good, but I'm feeling kind of itchy now. Um, I think I'm gonna Uh-oh. scratch my entire neck off. <laughs> yes. My carotid artery is bothering me. I'm just gonna get rid of it. So he's, I gotta say, though, uh, he's got a nice undershirt. He it, does. It's great. It so, should say, ouch. <laughs> <laughs> so he starts scratching his shoulder, and you can see it's, like, censored, but you just see, like, a chunk missing out of it. And yeah. then Josuke's like, hey, Okuyasu, I'm holding a softball-sized ball of your dead skin that's he flying He's kind off. of holding it for no reason. <laughs> he is. He's okay, just... so that happens, and then it gets weirder, because Tonio walks in, and he's like, oh, that's just, like, his body, like, reacting and being good, and soon his shoulder will be good. And then it is, and he, like, takes off his shirt, and he flexes, and he's like, I'm so flexible now, I, I feel great. And Tonio's like, oh, excuse me, I have to go make the pasta dish. And he has the fucking ball... Softball uh-huh. of hair, of skin, on a, like, dinner plate. And he walks out with it. And that's when Josuke's well, like, hmm, I don't I'm think starting it... to not trust this guy's cooking. Uh, also, can I say, mm-hmm. by this point in the episode, literally I don't think anything in my life has made me want to eat healthy as much as this episode. Like, because he looks, like, Okuyasu looks so healthy. Yeah, he's so it, like, it made me want to, like, bust out the pet egg, at least. Oh god. My favorite. Oh fuck, is that is that coming through? No. Oh good. There's someone driving by blasting music. Is it I good? mean we could use a soundtrack. Like was it a banger or I can't tell. Sometimes some guy will drive by playing like really good rap music, but I couldn't tell mm. this time. Sometimes it's the knife truck. <laughs> Sometimes it's <laughs> the knife truck. The leaf crunch. Sometimes it's the rat man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um so, does any, did they, like, talk about anything, or did we just come out with the Harlot Spaghetti? Uh, well, we see uh, that the Morio Landmark 3 is Italian restaurant trendy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and it gives you directions on how to get there. And then and we you get gotta the put reservations in advance, even yes. though that restaurant looked pretty empty. Well, it, it was probably, like, 3 o'clock on, like, a Wednesday or something. Because yeah. I'm guessing they just left school. Yeah, probably. So, Har- we get we get the, uh explanation of harlot spaghetti also known as pasta putinesca and it was like this is what the prostitutes would make yep pretty much that's that's apocryphal they would put it all in a pot together and make it he says Antonio trendy says that he's from naples which caesar's father mario is also from and his father's name was also mario (laughs) naples i think comes up again in another part (laughs) the part when they're in italy I, it also comes up in part six, I know. Oh, okay. Sure. I believe it. It's the only, like, Araki loves Italy, but it's the only part of Italy he's been to. He doesn't know about, like, Sicily or Rome or anything, so. Yeah. I don't mean to also, this is another thing, I don't mean to, like, I don't know shit about food. This has been clear. I thought Olive Garden was fine dining. Isn't the stereotype that Italian food is not particularly healthy? Because it's, like, a lot of, like, carbs and... Like, yeah, sauce and I, stuff. but I I think it's because uh, Tonio said like this food will make you feel better. That yeah. that's what made Josuke think it was like health food or something. Okay, because I just I, I just didn't feel like I'm I'm feeling my tummy kind of hurts. I'm gonna go get a big bischetti and some pizza. Yeah, I've never eaten a, gotten a big bowl of pasta and was like I'm gonna feel very good after this. 
Like, it's I mean, good to eat, but it's to, it's to punish my body for some crime that it did. Yeah. Uh, so then, it, oh, the thing is, it has it has red pepper flakes in it, so it's very spicy. Too spicy. And o- Okiyasu doesn't like spicy. He can only eat like what what kind of curry or something. Like, like uh, like some sort of sweet curry with apples. Like, it, yeah, it's made out of like apples and ginger or something, and that's the only curry he can eat. Yeah. Uh, and he keeps like licking it and being like, ah, it's too hot. And Josuke's like, well, it's too hot for him. You'll just have to take it back. And he's like, okay, I will. But my spicy pasta is so good that even people who don't like spicy things can eat it. So this, I started to get worried at this point in the episode. Because. Oh. So we've learned, I mean, we had had Koichi piss his pants. um, And Yukako is not here to sort of help Okuyasu. And we've learned twice before that, like, to cure your ailment, it just makes a bunch of fluid shoot out of you. And you, you see it, you see the fluids come out, like the, the the tears and the skin, which isn't really a fluid, but like you see the things come out. And this one's about diarrhea. I was very worried that Okuyasu was going to diarrhea all over the place. I very much thought that Okuyasu was going to like like leave the restaurant <laughs> knee deep in diarrhea that we were all going to have to watch and see. Instead, something something interesting happens. I feel yeah. like it, I feel like that is what Araki drew, and then his editor was like, "Listen, I've." <laughs> I've done a. I've given you a lot of leeway here, <laughs> but we're gonna have to do this gone, one part for the first time. You've gone too far. Um, so then Okuyasu is like slurping down the spaghetti, and like he can't believe how delicious it is. Yeah. And Josuke knows that this is weird because Okuyasu doesn't like spicy things, so he says, "Like there must be something in it, like that's making this happen." So I'm going to revert that spaghetti back to its original ingredients, <laughs> and then he punches the spaghetti <laughs> with crazy diamonds. And fixes it, it was too good. And fixes it back to, like, uncooked noodles and, like, whole tomatoes and everything. But hey, guess what? What? Uh, while they're repairing, he sees, like, a little tomato monster in it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, that's a stand. It's a cute little stand tomato. Because then he remembers that the guy, uh, surface guy, said that stand users are attracted to each other. Yep. So, so he goes, Okuyas is like, oh, no, my diarrhea tummy is bad. And just his like, fucking teeth. Oh yeah, yeah, I forgot his teeth exploded out. They yeah. just go out there. Yeah, but that cavity, to... that cavity was terrible. It was. There was the a... whole tooth is just bad to look at. And this episode hole. could really like, if you showed this to seven year old Brooks, he would turn some shit around. Like he would brush twice a night, no problem. Like because I would have the I would have the fucking cavity teeth in my brain. <laughs> he would also probably eat a whole lot more biscotti. I would definitely probably finish all of my biscotti so I could grow up big and strong. Like Okuyasu. Like, like my hero Okuyasu. <laughs> so then Okuyasu's like, oh no, my belly hurts. And he's squatting down and just goes like, okay, see you later. And he just runs into the kitchen. Because um, I wouldn't want to be in that room either. Yeah, no. true. And it's like very ominous in there and it's all dark and spooky. And then he sees a dog munching on, like, the main course, which was lamb or something. And then the dog's guts explode out of its Some stomach. Some shit sort of flies out of its mouth, and then it just sort of explodes. Yep. This was fucking Araki was like, alright, I won't draw Okuyasu having diarrhea and get, making everybody, like, Millhouse deep in it, but <laughs> I am gonna make a dog explode right now. Like, that's, okay, I bet sure. that's it's... his way of, like, getting back at his editor, like, oh, tell me what I can't do. Tell Hirohiko Araki to tone something down. Okay, another dog is dead. I'm gonna make a perpetual dog-killing food. <laughs> uh, so then Okuyasu runs in, and he's like, hey, guess what? And his stomach fucking explodes everywhere, too, and his, like, intestines fly out. And then Tonio's in there, and he's like, oh, no, you've come into my kitchen. And then it's just, like, ten minutes of him and, like, Josuke making dramatic faces at each other. And it looks like Tony very like, much does throw a knife at him. He, he, does. D- he does throw a knife that gets stuck in the wall, and Josuke goes, like, ah! And then it looks like he's gonna hit Josuke over the head with, like, a brick or something. Uh-huh. But it's a big bar of funny soap, and he's like, if you're in the kitchen, you have to wash your hands. Yep. Goes into comedy mode. And then uh, Josuke looks around, and the dog is fine, and Okuyasu's fine. And he says, my dad... It's actually a live dog. My diarrhea right. tummy's all better. Which is... His diarrhea tummy's all better. God, uh, I wish that were me. And then they see, like, the stand there, and then they're like, oh, we have stands too. And then they do a cool pose and their stands come out. And he's like, oh, yeah. oh I've never known anyone with this power before. 
So then they get to like how Tonio got his power, and it seemed like he wanted to cook so much that he just got it. Right. Like it just happened one day. It's just a guy who loves to cook. Just loves to cook. Uh, oh, Brooks, did you catch the name of this stand? It's fucking Pearl Jam, huh? It's it's Pearl. Oh, Pole Jam. Pole Jam. I missed that. Pole Jam in the Crunchyroll version, but and speaking originally... of Pole Jam, Joseph Joestar's coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gotta ask you both: Would you eat at Tonio's? Of course. There's nothing I want to do more. That's the only yeah. thing I would ever want in my life. Because food, like, like, already does that to me, but it doesn't make me healthy at the end. <laughs> it's the opposite, usually for me. Um, so, yeah, then it's like, oh, uh, Okuyasu's eating dessert, and it's a flan. And he's like, I can't eat flan. I'm a street punk. What will this do for my image? But it tastes right. so good that he can't stop eating it. Yeah. And, and then, then athlete's foot. Josuke is in, like, a funny, like, maid hat cleaning the kitchen. Right. Because yep. he ran in without washing his hands. He deserves it. Yeah. Because yeah. the thing is, until he ran into the kitchen and, like, saw a dog explode, which is, like, justified and maybe thinking that this guy's mean. But up until this point, he didn't do... The stand didn't seem evil at all. It seemed extremely helpful. Yeah, he's And like, he, uh-huh. fucking Josuke knows now that some people just got owned by an arrow. It doesn't make them evil to have a stand. Well, that's kind of new for the series. It is, yeah. but I was real The whole time I was like... This guy doesn't seem bad. <laughs> he just wants to help. It's it's cool that there's just a guy with a stand in the town who is like good. Yeah, yeah. I like you it. Know. I like it sort of narratively that there are just there are just normal good people who have stands and like to cook with them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, then we get a uh, we cut to like the camera pulls out of the uh, restaurant and then he's like grazie and then we go to Jotaro at the beach in his mm-hmm. fucking full outfit. You're just reading his newspaper on an abandoned double-sided bench. And then yeah. the most conspicuous man ever walks up to me. He's like, hey, I'm from the speed Higashikatojuski. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm Jotaro. <laughs> you know, I, I think he looked, his outfit looks kind of like speed wagons. <gasps> he just needs a t- that different hat. And then we're talking. Mm, yeah. uh, so then a speed wagon guy comes up and he's like, oh, Jotaro. Like, he's sitting, like, they're sitting back to back on opposite sides of the bench, but he's still being, like, as conspicuous as possible. He's like, Jotaro Kujo, I'm from the Speedwagon Foundation, and I'm here to tell you that, like, any electrical communication is dangerous. They're so afraid of of chili pepper. Because of chili pepper. Like, you can't use the phone, you can't use the uh, power lines, whatever. And Jotaro just fucking did. Like, he doesn't care. And then we get the big ending. Oh, by the way, Joseph Joestar will be here tomorrow. You might say that Joseph is coming. You might say that. You could say that if you wanted to, but I don't. <laughs> it's true, but you shouldn't say it. Um, and then we see the back of an old man on, like, <laughs> the Titanic scene. Like, on the front of the boat. But it's a very old man, and we just see his He's back. He's wearing then... fucking every blanket that every stereotypical Russian grandma has ever worn. Yeah. <laughs> Babushka Joestar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's breaking the Guinness World Record for the most t-shirts worn at one time. <laughs> uh... I, Brooks, I was going to say that, oh, a little behind the scenes for our uh, listeners, we normally record on Saturday or Sunday, but Brooks is going to be at Wrestling Mania. Mm-hmm. Oh. So you're still going to get an episode. We're just going to record it yeah. in advance. So this Correct. means you, you get to find out, you get to see Joe Star come. Uh, yeah, I get to, I get to much, watch Joe Star come. Much sooner than you, you normally would have. Right. He comes early. Yeah. You, know, you could say that if you wanted to. <laughs> we have the option. So, yeah. Look forward to that. Look forward yeah. to that episode from the past in the future. Yeah. Oh, Whoa. that's a wrestling. Oh, that's a wrestling. <laughs> oh, uh, that's a wrestling. Let's get into questions. If you have a question, you can send us an ask on our Tumblr, yadda-yadda-boys.tumblr.com, or email us at uh, yadda yaddyboys at gmail.com. Uh, first question this week comes in from Tumblr user DearKing, who asked... I can't fucking believe Brooks likes fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers, <laughs> but is also writing the Joseph Caesar stand bondage fic that we deserve. I'm extremely red and nude and mad. Is this the, is this the human heart in conflict with itself that George is always talking about? <laughs> yeah, yes. it contain multitudes. Yes. <laughs> he's, he's a very deep 
personality. I sing hey, the Brooks. I my twisted mind, honestly. I, I sing the Brooksy Electric. Also, That's what I fuck say. Your, I hate your Twitter now. Now? <laughs> so what? To get like, I know the art should speak for itself. That's what David Lynch says. Yeah, it's Roland Bart, Death of the Author. But what? Like when you Joker post. Uh-huh. Is it, like, a cathartic experience? Is it, like, an artistic expression? Like, what's the... Like, what's your goal behind it? I think the goal of art should be to comfort the disturbed and disturb the comfortable. <laughs> and, Fuck you! And I think that's what the Twisted Mind of the Joker does, you know? Yeah, I feel you. Uh, there's a part two It's to also question. just there's so fucking many of them. I thought you'd be done by now. I know, every, I will say it's every funny. time, every time I'm like, this is the last one. I'm out of them. And then it's I what he does. Every session of Joker posting has had at least 44 Jokers. So you have to save all these when you post them, right? Oh, my fucking camera roll's a disaster. <laughs> it's what he does. He posts Joker memes and he knows things. It's like yeah. the police can frame me for any crime that happens in my city by looking at my camera roll. <laughs> It's like, oh, this guy's fucking twisted. <laughs> this uh, guy's a real sick fuck. It's <laughs> a part two to this question. It says, Eddie, when is the outro music going to be you performing Californication without ever learning any of the words? Oh, I would love to hear that. It would be good for about 45 seconds. <laughs> because I feel like that song is like five and a half minutes long. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much of me, of me you want to hear going like, Now that sounds a little bit more like Soul to Squeeze. In terms of the lyrics. I, like, no, the Red Hot Chili Peppers do not have lyrics. They when just I was have a, words. When I was a like, kid, I thought the Red Hot Chili Peppers were the ones that did that song for the Chili's commercial. Because they were, ha- they both had Chili in the name. That, that tracks, Yeah. <laughs> No, they were the ones that had their dicks out in socks. That's the red, the red chili men. It's uh, good though. It's like, yeah, that'll show them. Uh, <laughs> Tumblr user Surfbot42 asked the question: uh, Since the tasty Italian meal fixes every ailment, would you go get super fucked up on extinct diseases or get the black plague <laughs> or something before going to Tonio's to see what would happen, or would you rather he just make your piss clearer? Probably, I'd fuck, I mean, I'd fuck myself up real bad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, don't drink that, Eddie. It's black plague juice. <laughs> <laughs> you can't I mean, stop I, me. I'm going to Tony Trendies in an hour. I mean, I'm I'm fucked up enough as it is. I would want to know if it would like re- like generate me an intestine. That's what I want. Right. Know. Like wh- how powerful is the stand. Like I would go to the doorstep of Tony Trendy and I very much would turn my knee very quickly to tear my ACL. But <laughs> I would also be like, "Oh man, my knee hurts and also I have depression. What can you do about that?" And then he would give me a nice milkshake. Oh my god, what would like if say the you had an Italian food meal that healed your depression? Mm-hmm. What like what would that look like? Pizza, am I right? No, Pizza no, in I, Bay I, is life. I mean, like, what would happen to your body? Like, would your brain fall out? Like, I think there would be... There would be a physical manifestation of your depression, obviously. And then you would have to fight. <laughs> yes. Could you fight Shadow Brooks? <laughs> he knows all your moves. That's... Shadow well, Brooks is a little too twisted a thought even for me. <laughs> is he knows everything you're going to do but you know everything he's going to do strange isn't it shadow shadow brooks is like the version of me that actually reads theory instead of just skimming it for class <laughs> uh tumblr's are tilted clink asked how does the morio gang compare to the starters crusaders i.e who had cooler stands and friendships oh the morio people like hands down oh. for some reason i heard that as the mario also, also, I also fucking Wario stand is sick. Is it fucking yeah. Waluigi? What is it? Like all, yeah, it is. <laughs> Wario stand would basically be like a manifestation of Wario wear. Wario is proof that you can like onions and still be a good person. It's he hard to do. He likes garlic. Oh, good, great. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I take garlic. it back. I take it back. You can't, you can't like onions and be good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have. Well, a, the- I have 
Uh-huh. So, Mike Dawson, um, yeah. since I have you live on the air, call-out post, didn't you, you were the one who said that, that Polnareff and Avdol have a relationship that we had not fully explored. I think I probably said that at some point. It sounds like <laughs> something I would say. Could you go into that a little bit? They are, they care for each other very much. Polnareff is not a racist, just a dumbass. <laughs> He's too stupid to be racist. <laughs> he, he lost his sister. And Avdol was able to heal his twisted soul. <laughs> Fortune telling was the Joker posting at that time period. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I'm. I like it. I. I just didn't remember like any. I didn't. I didn't read between the twisted lines until like right before Avdol got his arms ripped off. Um, he was like, "Hey, let's go get dinner because we're friends." Man, if Avdol's arms could eat at Tonyo Trendy's. <laughs> uh, anyway, everyone in Mario is better friends and has better stands. Remember you know, when Tonyo Trendy, as a baby, as soon as he got his stand powers, um, he went to the place where Caesar fought Wamu, and then he just dripped a milkshake under the rock, and it made Caesar better. I what? I just spaced out for a second. What just happened? <laughs> oh, you haven't read part five yet. No. <laughs> I, I should really get on that. Um, mm-hmm. I uh, have not. Ano- oh, God. Anonymous asked a question. This one says, Koichi, make a funny Kof pee uh, I was proud of us for not saying it for a whole episode. I am honestly surprised you did not say Kof when he got a cappuccino. We said pee-pee, Koichi, and, co- and coffee, and we didn't do it. But the well, fans, the, fan, the, 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 the masses underneath us looked up and whispered, Say the funny word of coffee. It's it's be- I I knew it because the next question here comes in from Maxi Bajillion who asked, "I can't believe Koichi Kof pee peed his pants." Also, for the best auditory experience, listen to the funny Italian food episode with the Spider-Man Two pizza delivery theme playing on a loop in the background. That like does it. sound like a good choice. Uh. Last question this week comes in from Roy of the show Fuck Warlock, which this this is a, a good a good thinker to send us out on. Okay, what food is most satisfying for you to punch? Hmm. So I kind of want something that's gonna give. I need a good a good splash radius, like Gallagher right. style. Yeah, and like I need I really, something. Yeah, like I need something that's like... gonna that's gonna push back a little. Mm-hmm. But it's also gonna like feel good to hit like it. a gelatinous thing. Is that what you're thinking? I'm I'm thinking a meatloaf. Ooh, I, I would punch something. I would punch a pound cake. It's squishy. It feels good to squish things. It's literally it, called a pound cake. Like it's you, asking it, for it, and it would probably like puff back to like its regular side. You could punch it again. Yeah, you could keep doing that for a while. The meatloaf, you get one shot at it, one opportunity. Mm-hmm. Do you capture this moment? <laughs> Tony Trendy. Tony <laughs> He's nervous. Vomit yeah. on a sweater. Tony owes spaghetti. Tony. <laughs> you got anything to punch, Brooks? I mean, I... I mean, like, I love to watch... I love to watch videos of people, like, stomping on mashed potatoes, so, like, punching oh, it. That's the thing I never knew about you. Do you not? <laughs> I, I just I love to watch... I love to watch a mashed potato stomp just for laughs? <laughs> Just uh, for laughs. <laughs> See, okay. I, guess that's, I guess that's my answer. Okay, thanks. Uh, thank you for listening to Yaddy Yaddy Boys. Uh, Mike Dawson, if people want to find you, where, yeah. can, they, where can they do that? Uh, well, I've got, let's see, my Twitter is at Mike underscore Dawson with a zero. Uh, I've got, uh, I don't really use Tumblr, but it's MikeDawson.tumblr.com with a zero. And also I forgetting to i've been meaning to plug this i've got this sort of twitter comedy blog that I, nobody follows called xbox under i think it's xbox underscore holiday let me check <laughs> okay. i love this conceptually <laughs> yes let me just double check here my first my literal first favorite wrestling yeah. S- xbox really no literally at, yes at xbox underscore holiday. holiday and i just it's usher from dance central 3 <laughs> Just congratulating Xbox for various holidays. Just Xbox, it- Brooks, not Xbox. I thought it was like a fun fan fiction adventure where like Xbox went on vacation. People hear what they want to hear. I might have 
pronunciation. <laughs> well, I'm gonna go make Xbox vacation <laughs> holiday right now. Uh, thank you for listening to Yadi Yadi Boys. Don't get cucksy yeah. off the hook. Thank you, thank you for being on, Mike. I can't wait to go watch Joseph yep. Joestar fuck. Yep. Happy, happy Easter, Xbox. Happy Easter, happy Xbox. Happy Easter, Xbox. Happy April Fool's Day, Xbox. Goodbye Bye. from my twisted minds. Bye. <laughs> Bye. I'll be your dream, I'll be your wish, I'll be your fantasy I'll be your hope, I'll be your love, be everything that you need I love you more with every breath, truly, madly, deeply do I will be strong, I will be faithful, cause I'm counting